For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now it's Tad, it's Drex, it's Kara. And isn't it funny when you're arguing with your spouse about something tangible, that it actually has nothing to do with that particular item. <laughs> it's almost like that's the tip of the iceberg, yeah. but what you're arguing about is the iceberg you can't see underwater. Isn't that every argument? <laughs> it's not about what the actual argument's about, but there's like a lot of simmering. There's a lot of stuff underneath it. Oh, good. So I'm not alone in this thing. A lifelong, yes. Right? It's called bread boxing. You're so fed up. You just throw okay. everything at it. You blow up about the dumbest yeah. thing. So I, I, you guys know I love my wife, April. I try to be very tolerant of her demands. <laughs> yes, I said demands. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes my tolerance level hits code red. Yes, Uh-oh. the resentment must yeah. be bubbling. When we were on vacation a couple of weeks ago, we were going to go to this little island in northern Michigan called Mackinac Island. And what we kind of do is we will stop at this really cool sub shop that we like. They make the best subs. We'll get the subs and we'll take them to the island and eat lunch there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little family tradition that we have. And we roll up to the sub shop and because COVID's going on, you can't go inside and order and take it away. You actually have to order the food on an app, then go around to a pickup window and pick it up. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. So I get out the phone. I'm asking what everybody wants, and I'm taking the orders. I'm typing it in, and then we wait 10 minutes, go around the building, mm-hmm. pick it up. We're pulling away. My wife's like, well, what are we supposed to drink? Where's the water? I'm like, oh, uh, I forgot. Well, how could you forget the water? I'm like, I don't know. I was busy ordering the subs. Like, uh, if you wanted water, you should have told me. Well, we can't. We have to have something to drink. So circle back around the building, wait in line again, get the water. As we're about to pull away, my wife's like, uh, napkins. I'm like, oh, I forgot. She goes, who, who forgets napkins? We're going to eat. How do you eat without napkins? And she leans over me. She's in the passenger seat. She leans over me to talk to the kid in the window. It's like... We need some napkins. And he grabs a stack of napkins and holds them out the window. At that point, like I said, tolerance level. Done. Code red. Maxed out. I look at her. I put the car in park, or excuse me, in drive, and I drive away. She's like, well, what about the napkins? I said, no, no, no. Enough of this. Like, I, like that, was, that was it. I blew the lid after the whole napkin inc- incident. I, I, I said, I... I, I I forget the napkins. I forget the water because I'm too busy planning the next thing, like making sure we have the tickets to go to the island, you know, making sure the car has gas, making sure I ordered the food. I said, how about instead of shaming me for not getting water and napkins, why don't you help me? Give me a little reminder, like, oh, don't forget napkins or, oh, hey, we need some water too. How about like a little heads up? Dude, Mm. I can, can totally see myself in that position. 
Because I think as men, correct me if I'm wrong, Kara, you might have some insight on this. Okay. As men, we are looking perhaps for a little bit more credit for the things that we are doing. Right. I will have painted our entire interior of our house. And the first thing my wife will say when she enters the house is... That window looks like it's got a crack in it. We probably need to fix that. And my mind goes to, what about the parade that you should be throwing me right now for the thing that I did do? You're trying to, and also somebody like you who basically, I mean, you kind of fear your wife, right? It's a health, it's a healthy fear. You know, right. spoke, I don't think there's a kind of. I think it's a definite. You have to you have to have a good fear of authority in, in your house. I mean, you're trying to cross all the T's and yeah. dot all the I's and yeah. anticipate everything. It wasn't about the napkins. It was about your disappointment in yourself and her pointing that out yeah. to you. You tried to get it all done. You tried to make this perfect yeah. afternoon. You tried to not get killed. And you forgot the stupid napkins and the beverages. Good. So I, I, I hope I'm not alone when I say, like, when you're in an argument, you're like, it's not about the napkins. Or it's, it's not about the flat screen TV that you bought. You just didn't tell me about it. Right. So I'm not alone in that situation. Not at all. Think about your biggest argument and think about the the thing that it was about. Yeah. <laughs> we want to hear the inanimate object right? first. Yeah. And then we'll try to figure out how you got there. Okay. Yeah. We've got Lisa and Ackworth. So we do live on a bit of like a really good bit of land. And when the shutdown happened, we would have like bonfires. And I usually go to bed a little early, but my husband would stay up and mm -hmm. it would never fail when I got up the next morning, he would have tried to burn something that had no business being burned. Like, mm, married to a little pyro, pyro. Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I don't, he would like burn like old laptops. I'm not joking. Oh. Pillows, <laughs> old blankets. Gross. Old stuff that belonged to you originally. <laughs> yeah, I asked him not to do it. Uh -huh. So one morning I got up and he had burned this old wicker chair that I had gotten from my grandmother. Oh. I mean... Dude, what is wrong with him? No kidding. He said it's been sitting in our garage for four years and it was broken. I admit I had every intention to fix it, but I probably was never going to fix it. Oh. Because this chair's been sitting in the corner. It's probably been talking to him. Like, burn me. Burn, oh, your gosh. wife doesn't want me. Burn me. It's not about the chair. <laughs> you know... It's about the respect of just, come on. We should just go through it, I guess, the day before. You can burn this. You can burn this. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Because I, I don't know. Say, of all the things that he's burned, like laptops and stuff, I mean, could you imagine breathing Weird. in a laptop exhaust? But a wicker chair is wood. It's like straw. It must have gone up like a tinderbox. Well, everybody knows. You get outside, it's late night. You've had a couple of Budweiser's, you know, the Bud Heavies. And you're like, let's burn some crap. What do we got? <laughs> All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Brought to you by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Got the clouds, got the showers, thunderstorms later on today. Of course, 89 for a high. What's up, Kara? Today will be the final celebration of life for civil rights icon and Congressman John Lewis. The historic Ebenezer Baptist Church around 11 a.m. will have a closed ceremony, but it's also going to include three former U.S. presidents. 
Obama, Bush, and Clinton all going to be in attendance. I'm sure the mayor's going to be there, and there's going to be just a huge pouring out of love for this man. His final resting place is going to be over at the Southview Cemetery as well. Have you guys ever been in the presence of a living uh, president before? No. Well, before he was president, George Bush, the elder, yeah. um, came to my hometown where I was born, Brattleboro, Vermont. How cool is that? When he was running for, he and Reagan, I think, were running for a second term mm-hmm. or something. Shook hands with them. Did you really? Oh, yeah. that's neat. I was in the Chicago airport when we were at DJ school maybe last year or two years ago. Really? And I had seen some federal agents waiting at a gate. I'm like, well, that's really weird. Like, are they waiting for an inmate or something? And all, <laughs> and all of a sudden, the, a flight lands, and just this swarm of people are, are at this gate. And it was former President Bill Clinton. And you you could feel it. You, I'm not kidding. Like you can feel the presence of an American president. It was the wildest thing. And you aren't that far off. This is Bill Clinton. You were thinking it was an inmate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready for a good feeling? <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. What's the biggest gift you guys have given to someone in your lifetime? I bought April a car a couple of years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I bought Jessica a car a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what about somebody you didn't really know all that well? Or a co-worker? Drex is shaking his head like he didn't nope. even have to think about it. Yeah. He's like, nope. never. You can Nothing. buy your own gifts. <laughs> well, Adam Spieler and Z Israel both work at Publix in Alpharetta. And although they don't know each other all that well, they're co-workers. And Adam recently gave Z the blessing of a lifetime. His 2004 Toyota Camry Solera. Ooh, a sweet ride. Wow. Now, up until Adam's gift, Z had been using Uber and walking the four miles to work. He said he didn't really mind it, and he always got to work an hour early anyways. So, I mean, how long would it take to walk four miles to mm. work and then to make sure that you're there an hour early? Adam decided that he was going to give his car away, and he had been talking to some of the other managers over at that public store, and they wanted to bless someone that they knew was really in need, and they had some other candidates. But then once Adam heard about Z's story and his work ethic in that store, he said it was a done deal. And now this young man has arrived to work. What did Adam get? Uh, Adam got the major karma points of yeah. being a great dude. No, no, no. I'm saying for his next car because you know oh, that he was thinking. It didn't like, say. He was looking for any reason to get, you know when you right. have a car and it just won't die? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, Carrie, you asked how long it would take to walk four miles. Well, yeah. it depends what is along the way. Like if there's a Duncan, you're going to have to stop. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so his answer, four days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Brought to you by Rick Hendricks Chevrolet. And I'm going to roll the dice and say it's Andrea. You're right. In Lilburn. <laughs> oh, Taz. Taz on the board with one. <laughs> Kick Kara out of the studio for us if you could. All right. Time to get out, Kara. See you, Andrea. Good luck. Thank you. So she's going to leave the room. She'll be standing on the outside of this piece of glass we've got here between the studio. They're soundproof. We'll ask you five pop culture questions. We'll bring Kara back into the studio. We'll ask her the same questions. If you answer more right than Kara, which is a tough call. She's won 829 times or whatever. Oh, my goodness. And only (laughs) lost 30, but 
If you can do it, she'll have to pay you $100. Are you ready? Okay. Yep, I'm ready. Question number one, Matthew McConaughey is writing a memoir. No word if he'll include the part of his life where he sold his soul to this car company. Mm, to Lexus. Number two, some creeper left a bunny and rose petals on the doorstep of Kate Beckinsale. What's the full name of the Easter bunny? Oh, oh, uh, Hops McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, hot, give it, you got a marker right Right, yeah. That's great. Number three, hot dogs wrapped in Rice Krispie treats is a thing right now. A glorious, wonderful gift sent from heaven. <laughs> What's the name of the three little characters on the front of a box of Rice Krispies? Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Number three, three living presidents going to attend the funeral of Georgia Congressman John Lewis today. Name the youngest living American president. Oh, um, is it uh, Obama? Number five, Bob Ross painting kits are officially sold out. What was the name of Bob's PBS show? Whoa. That's tough. Oh, um, uh... Oh, I have to pass. I just don't remember. <laughs> All right, we're going to bring Kara back in. You could have said the Hops, Hops McGee painting oh, show. Right. That would be uh, Art, uh, Andrea and Lilburn did well. You got two right with super tough questions this morning. <laughs> All right, here you go, Kara. I'm going to call you. <laughs> um, same question. Number one, Matthew McConaughey hey, hey, is, hey, hey. is writing a memoir. No word if he's going to include the part of his life where he sold his soul to this car company. Wank. <laughs> uh, Andrea said Lexus. You're up Lexus. one to nothing, Kara. <laughs> Number two, some creep left a bunny and rose petals on the doorstep of Kate Beckinsale. What's the full name of the Easter bunny? Peter Cottontail? Here comes Peter Cottontail hopping down the bunny trail. There we I go. I think that's a song. I think that we, if we had an independent jury... They we, would say that that's false. We don't. That's a me. song or nursery rhyme. <laughs> Andrea not- said Hops McGee. Great guess. Cares <laughs> oh. up two to nothing. You were both right. Number three, <laughs> hot dogs wrapped in Rice Krispie treats. And don't hate it until you try it. And you haven't tried it, so you can't hate. It's a thing now. What's the name of the three little characters on the front of a Rice Krispie box? Snap, crackle, and pop. That's what Andrea said. Carrie, you're up three to one. Number four, three living presidents are going to attend the funeral of Georgia Congressman John Lewis today. Name the youngest living American president. The youngest living American president. Obama? By 10 years, it is Barack Obama. That's what Andrea said. Four to two, Kara's up. Finally, number five, Bob Ross painting kits are sold out. What's the name of Bob's PBS show? The Joy of Painting? Is the right answer. Dude, wow. I hereby retire from thinking Kara will ever be wrong. I loved Bob Ross and his happy little trees. What he said, you, people don't make mistakes. They, oh, I forgot what his line is. People don't, you don't make mistakes painting. Happy accident. Happy accident. Happy accident. Yeah. That's the new name of our show. <laughs> uh, our final score is five to two. Jo- uh, Andrea and Lilburn, are you smarter than Kara? Definitely not. 830 wins and 30 losses, Kara. Ooh, ooh, sorry, Andrea. To believe I was fretting whether to call you Andrea or Andrea, and then Drex calls you Joy. Right. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Good morning. What up, Kara? Good morning. Is the gift that was left on Kate Beckinsale's doorstep the creepiest gift ever given or received? I mean, it kind of reminds me when the cat brings home the dead bird. 
and puts it at the doorstep or the, the footprints of the owner. Yeah, except for the cat is doing that in love and a human being that brings you a creepy gift is doing something like that knowingly being creepy. Oh, no. I don't think this person realized they were being creepy. You I don't? don't? Know if they thought maybe she was hungry. I don't know what was going well, on. The rabbit was alive. Oh, maybe she wanted it even better. She wanted like a cute little gift. Yeah, an like anonymous a little pet. An anonymous person left a rabbit in a cage. The rabbit's name is Marvel on the doorstep of Kate Beckinsale's house, and then scattered around that cage. Picker, picture the, the the door stoop or whatever with the rabbit in the cage, and then rose petals sprinkled around the circumference of the cage. That's just weird. That's so sweet. That is not sweet. That is weird. That's. That's love. Who gives uh, someone a pet for a gift? A stranger. I mean, most people. I mean, pets are gifts all the time. Oh Do you tell me gosh. if your husband Ryan gave you a chihuahua or whatever, you wouldn't be thrilled? Or a Frenchie? I would right. be thrilled. You guys are married, though. Exactly. And yeah. that's not a creepy gift because he knows it's something that I like. This is a stranger yeah. leaving an animal on someone's doorstep with some rose petals scattered yeah. about. I haven't read Kate Beckinsale's Weird. autobiography, but who knows what she loves rabbits. I don't know. This guy obviously <laughs> knows her intimately. Kara, you're uh, easily one of the uh, most fun, great personality and beautiful women I've ever met in my life. Oh, that's sweet. I got got to imagine you've gotten some creepy gifts from guys so the two that stick out in my mind one was in high school this guy was just he was like in a garage band or whatever and he would sit outside of my house i lived in a cul-de-sac mm-hmm. and he would sit outside in his car in my cul-de-sac and just sit there and like he left me a cassette tape of the song that he had made for me the mix tape Or the Mm -mm. personalized song? No, it was gross. Nothing more romantic. And then one year for my birthday, we were doing a big party at um, Wild Bill's. I was working for 95.5 The Beat, and we were doing our big broadcast that night. And this guy that, I don't know, I guess heard me on the radio or something, and we had the same birthday and he dressed up like a monk and brought me six black roses for my birthday and like brought it up to the stage and was like holding it up for me to grab. It was just the, it was. At at what point did security start going with you on events after that? Uh, Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I was all for the personalized song, but the uh, the monk mm-hmm. with the black the monk roses. The black roses, That's right? That's in the lead right yeah. now. <laughs> Creepiest gift ever. That's what we're looking for right now. You know you're thinking about Because listen, when guys are in love, and with our breadth of knowledge, we mm-hmm. know nothing. Right. We don't know what we're doing. We're having a hard time navigating. So how do we show you that we love you? By doing stupid things. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you got one. Random so, creepy pets from a stranger is not cool. That was the first one. Kara, I think you trumped that one with yours. Yeah, I had a monk carrying black roses show up to my birthday party one year. Right. So Never monk, met that guy before. No. Uh, no. Ha. Um, I, tell me if this qualifies. I was a nervous young DJ traveling with my boss for the first time. Mm-hmm. We get to the airport. Now, mind you, put yourself in that position. It's your first job. You're with the boss. You want to impress. And he asks me when we get out of the car, he goes, do you have a dollar? And I was like, yeah, I guess. I'm holding this dollar and we 
brought our own bags to the counter. And it just, I was like wondering, I didn't want to ask him because I didn't want to seem like I didn't know. Right. But I was like, who's the dollar for? What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing with this dollar? We, we didn't see a bellhop. We we didn't, we, when we checked in our bags, I was like, I've never seen anybody give the person at the counter a dollar. But then we're walking through and I'm like, he obviously wants me to, he asked me if I had the dollar. I've got to give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. And the only person that I was going to see that was left on the list of possibilities, and it's who I gave the dollar to, is the uh, security agent after I got through security. It was almost like, hey, thanks for not noticing the weapons in my bag or something. Thanks for the pat down? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and so how embarrassing, because now my boss... Like not knows that I don't know what I'm doing, and Obviously, number two, I make thinks ta- you're a like, it just shows bad judgment, poor decision making. It was the worst. Hey, well, you still have a job in radio, but I didn't the hand qualities. the uh, I didn't hand the uh, security guards a dozen black roses right. dressed like a mom. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can beat this. This is going to be a tough one to beat. We've got uh, Caroline in Sandy Springs. I've received like a, a handwritten tome, essentially. Like almost a hundred pages of just feelings <laughs> written to me. What? I would say that was a little creepy. Yeah. Did you say it was a poem um, or a tome? A tome, like a veritable tome. It was so, what so many kind pages. What multi-syllabic words are you slinging at us right now? Is. A veritable <laughs> tome? Like a T-O-M-B? T-O-M-M-E-E. T-O-M-E, I believe you spell it. But, okay. And so um, what, that is but, just a lot of words written on many pages of it's paper? It's many, many pages. Yeah, it's just many pages. It's usually referring to ancient scripts, which is me being facetious. But, okay. Um, yeah, it's just like a really, a lot, a lot of pages. Where did you get your uh, PhD, Carol? Oh, <laughs> Do you remember any lines from this tome? Oh, man. It's some of the classics. Like, no one's ever going to make me feel the way that you make me feel. Um, I wish I miss the way your hair smells. Are these things other people wrote? Or are they movie quotes? I don't know when this guy chose to write this. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, did he say, you make me want to be a better man? Or you complete me? <laughs> that might have been in there. I didn't see this completely, completely, but uh, you make me want to be a better man, I think, was in there. Yeah, so is, is uh, tome just another word for plagiarism? <laughs> <laughs> in this case, it could be. It's like yada, yada, yada. I like the smell of napalm in the morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Exactly. Well, congratulations to Kara. Oh, Creepiest gift ever. Yay. Black roses from a guy dressed like a monk. (laughs) It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 827. Clouds, showers, thunderstorms, the huge. 89 for a high today. What's going on, Kara? Do you guys do the TikTok? I love it. it I'm is, not 12. Oh, my. You don't have to be 12 to just watch it. It's kind of fun. It's you can learn a lot Ch- of cool stuff. It's from China. It's from China. Well, you can still learn a lot of cool stuff, and there's a lot to laugh at, but there's also a lot of really dangerous things going on, too. One new TikTok challenge is actually putting teens in the hospital. It's called the Benadryl Challenge, and it has kids taking a dozen or so, maybe sometimes more, Benadryls 
at one time to cause them to have hallucinations. Um. And it's in turn making these kids have seizures and heart problems and all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't know what Benadryl of today is like. I don't know if they've made improvements, but one Benadryl would put me to sleep. I know, me too. I don't understand taking a handful. That's crazy. I feel a little guilty. I might be responsible for this. What? It was uh, maybe a year or two ago. We were actually in Florida for Easter, and we had forgotten to get the little candies, and so we still wanted to have an Easter egg scavenger hunt for my daughter, and it was allergy season, so we put like a Benadryl in one of the eggs. And, like, that was the golden egg. You had to try and find it because my daughter needed it. Oh. It's like, you better find the Benadryl egg. And yeah. then your daughter got on TikTok. I posted it on the gram, and right. it probably blew up after Well, that. that's Good irresponsible. I checked a second ago, and there's been 5.4 million views on this hashtag. So just check with your kids. Make sure that they know not to do anything stupid like this. I mean, with, with all the censoring going on on social media and certain videos and, and, and like, articles getting taken down. Right. Why isn't this getting taken down? These are the down, things right? that need to yeah. be taken down for sure. Mark Zuckerberg's not in charge of TikTok yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready for a good feeling? Come on. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. If you're bored and you're looking for something to do that's safe for the whole family, starting tomorrow, you'll be able to jump in your own personal time machine and transport yourself to the Jurassic period and do a little dinosaur spotting. The Jurassic Quest drive through has been set up over at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. It's the only place you'll get to encounter 70-foot dinosaurs. They've got some creepy marine creatures, and you'll all get to see it from the safety of your car. It takes about an hour to drive through the whole thing and for a car for up to nine people it's like 49 bucks and nine then people in a car and then okay. you can uh there's some other activity add-ons you know nine people in a car what do we got the duggers going yeah, i know you, you never know like the only thing scarier than a dinosaur is nine people in a car <laughs> right <laughs> Sign me that. thank you very much Here's- Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.